Hello, my name's Tom Boone. And I'm Joanne Bailey. Welcome to the latest episode of the Simple Flying Podcast, where we usually give you the lowdown on the latest news from the world of commercial aviation. This week, we've got something different for you. Why don't you tell us what's happening, Joe? So we're over at the Dubai Air Show. Um, we did think we were going to record this episode from the air show, but logistically that was going to be ridiculous because uh, there's fighter jets flying around and uh, lots of people. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a look at the best news from the first two days of the show. So now you know what's in store, let's get on with the show. And I wanted to start by talking about day one because, you know, yesterday the show really got off to a bit of a slow start, didn't it? Well, I think it was super hot and there weren't really any orders coming in. And we were just kind of, you know, it was so exciting to see all the aircraft and to be out there seeing real people for a change. So there wasn't an awful lot going on in terms of like breaking news, but it was a cool day. I think Mm. you'll admit, Tom. Although there was one really big bit of breaking news and that came in. uh, Well, it was I think Airbus really stole the first day because they got an order from Indigo Partners, who's like Wizz Air, Jetstar, um, Volaris and Frontier for 255 aircraft. And it's interesting because they're actually all from the A321 family, none from the um, the, so some of it was the A321 and some of it was the A321XLR. And, you know, it was crazy to see this order because. We going into the show, I was really like, there's two, one of two things is going to happen. Either there's been no air shows for two years, so we're going to see orders left, right, and center, or everyone's still worried about the pandemic and nothing's going to happen. But thankfully, it seemed to be sort of like so far a happy mix because most of the day went by. We we had a couple of like smaller announcements from Embraer, um, not Embraer, um, um, ATR, was it? ATR, I think. Mm. There's a couple of, couple yeah, of smaller announcements during the day and some like converted freighters, but nothing big. And then right, I think about half hour before the show was meant to close or an hour, we had this massive order from uh, Indigo Partners for 22, 250 A321. So basically, it's going to be split down like this. Wizz Air is taking the majority of the aircraft. It's taking 75 standard A321neos and 27 A321XLRs. Frontier is going to be taking 91 A321neos. Volaris, 39 Airbus A321neos. And JetSmart, 21 Airbus uh, A321neos and two, uh, two just two XLRs. And it's interesting because between the airlines, there's now... 1,145 A320 family that have been ordered. So it's not insignificant, um, this order, you know. It's it's, um, not nearly a quarter of that, but it still shows how how much of a key customer for Airbus um, Indigo Partners is and also how key the A320 is to Indigo Partners. So it was really great to see that. And um, it was nice to see the show just get off to a bit of a decent start, you know. Mm, absolutely. I mean, there's nothing we love more than a big order. And, uh, you know, Airbus didn't disappoint on day two either, um, because it was around the same time of day, actually, towards the end of the day, we kind of had a few smaller orders trickling in. Um, but the last kind of press conference of the day, Airlease Corporation um, became a, like a really groundbreaking customer. They, they're a huge Airbus customer anyway. Um, but they placed 
a, a large order um, for several aircraft, including the hotly anticipated Airbus A350 freighter. So this was really exciting. Um, altogether, Air Lease ordered 111 new aircraft. Um, so not quite as many as Indigo Partners, although the headline figure was slightly inflated because some of these were like conversions from previously announced options and things like that. But brand new, fresh orders were 25 Airbus A22300s, 55 of the A321 Neos, 20 Airbus A321 XLRs, four Airbus A330 Neos, uh, which is great to see because there's not been many of those ordered recently, and seven of the Airbus A350 freighters. Um, so although Airbus kind of said that they were going to be doing the freighter, they haven't really released any kind of technical specifications on the aircraft or um, certainly haven't announced any orders. This is the very first. Um, Airlease hasn't got a customer for them yet, but they said during the press conference, obviously, they can't really seal any deals with their customers until the order's officially announced. So now they've got those seven in the pipeline. Um, we're going to see them starting to talk quite seriously to some of their customers about whether they would like to place these aircraft with them. Um, and, you know, they're, they're really positive about it. They reckon it's the only in-production freighter that's going to comply with certain noise regulations of 2027 that are coming in. Um, and it's going to be ready by 2026. So we're going to have a bit of a wait. Um, it's kind of as we thought, it's in between 900 and the 1000. Airbus has got to go through all the certification processes. So it may come a little bit earlier than that. But, you know, 2026 is the delivery date they've given ALC. Um, you know, and all the rest of them, obviously, it's heavy, heavy on the narrow bodies. Um, and again, the A321 really is the king at the moment, not just the XLR, but the, the 321neo as well. I think it's just got that incredible combination of high efficiency, decent range um, and really good capacity for a narrow body. So still proving to be a popular aircraft. Um, just to run through some of the smaller orders from day two. Um, Brilliant for Embraer. That was really early in the day. Finally, Embraer gets an order at the air show. Um, really exciting. It was six of their E-175s, which again are a really good post-pandemic plane. They're nice and small, nice and efficient. And that was for Overland Airways in Nigeria. Um, Boeing also kicked off its order book with a couple of 777Fs for Emirates. Um, they did also have some conversions, but I think they, they weren't really sort of including those. It was for 767 freighters um, going to DHL, but I think they're not being included kind of in the air show tally because they were like announced overnight, which was quite weird. Um, but yeah, so it's been all in all a good day. But, you know, tell some of our listeners about your highlights, Tom, because I know you've really enjoyed some of the flying displays and the static displays as well. I have. I have. It's been great for the flying displays. And I mean, I could just spend all day looking at these aircraft although I probably couldn't because I'd probably die from heat stroke but that's another story <laughs> so entirely <laughs> and what I really loved was that you know as this December is going to be 50 years since the country of the UAE was founded and um, you know the UAE likes to commemorate these things so to do this we had a like usually the show opens with Emirates flying with Alpha Sun, which is like the uh, UAE version of the Red Arrows or the Blue Angels. Um, but this year they invited some friends along for the ride, so we got a, <laughs> the usual fly past opening the show, but it was in a slightly different order. So right up the front we had Etihad flying their 787 Greenliner um, with the lovely green livery, and immediately behind that there was the Alpha Sun team um, displaying the colours. Um, we had red, blue, green, and white. 
and then following that, it was Emirates. They came along with a 777 that was wearing the 50 years of the UAE livery. And then additionally, they had an A380 wearing the wonderful, if you ask me, the absolutely wonderful Blue Expo livery, which several people have told me is not great. But, you know, A380s, I love it. They've also got a 50th <laughs> AED, uh, Europe. 50 of years of the UAE livery on the ground. Um, behind that, there were a couple of narrow bodies, slightly higher because of the weight turbulence of the aircraft. Uh, we had the mm. Air Arabia. I think it was just an A320. It might have been a 320 um, something or other, but it was a 320 family aircraft and then a Fly Dubai 737 Max. So I was already like, wow, this is amazing. But then it got even better, didn't it? Because we went to um, mm. see a couple of people and uh, it was right as the 777X was going to take off for its first sort of outside of the US public display. So it took off um, from the runway and it only flew for about six minutes, but it felt way longer. This thing, honestly, it took off like a rocket ship. It was straight up, um, obviously not nearly 90 degrees, but it looked... A it looks like angle. it. <laughs> yeah. um, and then it sort of flew back and forth in a bit of a figure of eight, but it was really impressive because they did it again today. Um, they turned it quite sharply and from the ground, it looks as if it exceeded a, a bank angle of 90 degrees, which I know sounds absolutely crazy, but um, we you know, I don't know if this is the case and roll, I haven't but... had any official <laughs> statistics of what the aircraft was doing, but it's just such an incredible aircraft and, um, you know, you know me, I love the A380, but I'm wondering if the 777X is coming to steal its place. Well, potentially. I mean, it's a it's a very beautiful aircraft, and I know you're smitten, Tom, um, but you've got to admit it was nice seeing the A380 on the ground there as well with its beautiful 50 UAE years livery. Um, you know, I, I've been enjoying the static displays as well, and I think, you know, you guys know what I'm like. I like all the weird and wonderful things. So I was super excited to see Embraer's Tech Lion there. We saw it in Paris, but it looks even nicer under the hot sun of, of Dubai Air Show. Um, there's also, you know, there's, there's a load of interesting stuff there. The MC21, which I'm getting a cabin tour of tomorrow. Super excited about that. Um, the same company, Rostec, have also brought their first Sukhoi Superjet 100 business jet um you know i do i'm super excited to see that <laughs> not that i'll ever be able to fly in it because i can't afford a private jet and talking about that acropolis aviation are also there um, with their first acj320 neo which i'm touring tomorrow um that was delivered about a year ago and it has the best interior it's all leather and there's a master suite with a shower and everything so really excited to see inside that um, and it was a real shame that Etihad did not open their A350 so that we could check out the cabin products while we were there. Um, but, you know, they want to keep it under wraps and do a big reveal later in the year. But it was really good to see the A350 yeah, in the Etihad livery at livery. last. It did. It did. And that was kind of a reveal at the show as well, because they hadn't really sort of shown the A350 at all before now, but that's got the, the 50 years UAE. And today it was kind of parked and the green liner was parked right next to it. And it was just the perfect kind of photo opportunity. So well, it's been a great air show so far. It has. And I got to go on the Fly Dubai 737 Max earlier. And that was that was my first time on a 737 Max. So already it was amazing. And, you know, it's got a really lovely um, interior. Everyone at Fly Dubai was really lovely. And um, I got to sit down with the CEO of Fly Dubai. So expect to see some fun stories out of that coming soon. Absolutely. And I kind of did the same with Air Arabia and they had their A321LR there. 
Um, and I have to say, even though it's a fairly standard narrow body, you know, A321 LR, nothing particularly groundbreaking, the way they've fitted the interior, the cloth, the colours, the amount of legroom you get, you know, it's really, really good from a low cost carrier. Um, and their CEO, Adele Ali, had a good chat with me. And uh, we talked about the incoming XLR as well, which is super exciting and where he might fly it. So watch out for those. And one thing I do also want to mention um, is my very special first day in Dubai, where I went on the Honeywell 757 test bed um, and they actually took me for a little fly on that which was super fun um, you know they were testing some pretty advanced SATCOM uh, technologies that are going to be used by the military you know it's all about redundancy and switching bands and a lot of it was kind of over my head even though I do quite like that stuff um, but just to be on that um, almost 40 year old aircraft that has some of the most incredible technology inside for testing everything from radars to engines to you know, pilot technology. It's really, really cool and such a great experience. So do check out my article where I've got a full kind of photo tour of the inside. If you've ever wondered what's inside that sort of experimental aircraft, you can check it out on the site. Yeah, I mean, I was reading that last night and I was really jealous and I thought it was really cool that, you know, they were saying, check out this Wi-Fi and I was sat eating breakfast in the hotel, like uh, FaceTiming you on this flight <laughs> around <laughs> Yeah, um, we were just sort of us. flying over the Gulf, over the ocean at 30,000 feet and mm. uh, I was FaceTiming Tom while he was eating a croissant, so it was pretty cool. <laughs> mm. I've got to go on uh, Radar Box and have a look at the flight path you took because I haven't done that yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's your favorite thing to do yeah so yeah we're having a great time at the show it's so good to be back with people again and uh, we're hoping there's going to be more orders you know there's been lots of rumors that there could be something from Saudi on the wide body side and um, there could be a CASA coming out of the works to uh, put their first fleet order in potentially for the 737 max um, but we just don't know these are all rumors and you guys will have to keep an eye out on simple flying to see what comes mm. out in the wash because at the moment, it's uh, Monday that we're recording this. So there's still three more days of the air show. So a lot can change going forward. I know Airbus is in the lead at the moment. But even by the time this goes out, that could have totally changed. It probably will have because uh, the excitement just happens at every turn. Mm. Um, but for now, I think that's probably about all we've got time for on today's podcast. Sorry to cut you short, guys, but we're super busy. Um, do check us out on the website, as usual, at simpleflying.com. And if you've got any feedback on our podcast or anything we're doing, please do reach out at podcast at simpleflying.com. For more great content, you can visit our website at simpleflying.com or find us on social media. Simply search for Simple Flying. If you enjoyed our podcast, please do leave us a rating on your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. Bye.